Good afternoon, Same Business, Different Day podcast listeners. I'd like to start off this episode with a special shout out to today's guest and friend of the show, Adam Boyer. Throughout the episode, I introduced him affectionately by his nickname, Boyarski. That was, of course, with all due respect. Adam, it was a great show, and I'm glad that you came to sit down with us. And since today we're talking a bit about family business, let's just be clear that the family name is Boyer. Now that you know it, please turn it up and enjoy it. Back to learning from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I wish I would have known then, like a little bit of what I know now. Uh-oh. In that, well, no, I just like. Drop the lessons. No, I, this is good. I I had a tendency to blame other people for what was, oh, what was happening. I like that. Right? I like so that. if I had academic troubles at Boulder, well, the teacher doesn't get me or there's yeah. no resource here for mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. there's nobody telling me to go to class. There's nobody outlining my homework. Yes. Like this, yeah. this, this, this sucks. Like yeah. they did me wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, and I wish I could like shake that dude, me, and just be like, dude, it's, it's your fault, bro. bro, bro, bro. Same business, different day. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Same Business Different Day podcast. We are in season three, and so that means that it's even going to be better than it was before. I am your host, Zeke Corley, and I want to start off with a good business lesson for you guys, the Same Business Different Day business lesson. If you are a product-based business, you have to find the balance between the quality of your product and the cost that you can pass on to your client. Now, let's talk about this guest today. When I first met this guest years ago, I think we were just trying to figure out, I think he said about 2008, he was already a hardworking businessman on the rise. The general manager in charge of a restaurant that I spent a lot of time at. We got acquainted. We became close. I watched him work long hours, learning the ins and outs of the business while his wife, Kristen, would show up at the restaurant with their newborn. His sister-in-law, Rachel, running the bar, a family man to the core. I'd like the same business, different day audience. Welcome my friend, Adam Boyarski, to the show. Hey. Hey. Very good. <laughs> right on, man. Huh? <laughs> once or twice. Just once or twice. It is season three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, how we're going to do the show. We're going to start off like talking about your personal life, start start off talking about the early days, and then we'll eventually reveal what it is that you do. Okay. So yeah. um, Where are you from? Where am I from? Uh, I'm from a cool place called Mill Valley, California. Uh Heard of it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Northern California. Yes. Yep. So interesting place in that it's right across the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. San Francisco's here. We're literally on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool because we're so close to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, like we were in and out of the city all the time. But like day to day, we're in like a small town. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so it's really cool. Um, Mirror Woods is right there. Tons of hiking. 
tons of like outdoor activities. Yeah, I never got to that side. You know, I grew oh, up in San Jose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so we went up to San Francisco all the time, but never got to Mill Valley, really. I don't think I ever spent any you know time over there. I feel like when it, whatever part of the Bay you're in, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't really go to the other parts of the Bay unless something like, right. obviously, a family, whatever. But like, yeah. Like I, I didn't ever go to San Jose. Really? No. Oh man, there was so much going on. But that's the that's the thing about the Bay. Every pocket has so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> There's little like micro cultures. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, but that was what was the the little town, the the little shopping town up there near uh, Sausalito. Sausalito. Yeah. Oh, beautiful little yeah. town. So that's our neighboring town. Yeah, that, they're like on the water. Beautiful. Like, beautiful yeah, town. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. You remember what you wanted to be when you grew up? You early aspirations? Sports. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything with a ball. I I was all on it. Mm-hmm. So baseball, basketball, football. Uh, that's that's what I, I knew I was going to be that. You know, it wasn't okay. like can I? It was like I knew that's what was going to happen. So okay. Um, Do you play all the way through high school and everything? Yeah, and... played through high school. Uh, you know, so high school baseball. I'm a senior, mm-hmm. and our coach <clears throat> Tim, love this guy. Early kind of mentor taught me how to just grind and work hard mm-hmm. but he had a nephew and his nephew uh dimitri white okay and his dimitri white was a mlb player okay so this dude would come to our practices sometimes okay and just kind of like mess around i don't know if you've seen like a pro athlete like outside of their professional like not on tv like seen them just mess around somehow like throw a football oh sure so oh yeah, yes yeah. absolutely i mean it's a different it's a different level oh yeah yeah so this dude would come out and just like just he would he would take batting practice with us. And mm-hmm. he, I mean, the ball is just like scorching off his bat. Like I've never seen a ball come off a bat like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when he threw it, like it would just whistle. It, it was crazy. It was like yeah. a different breed of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I distinctly remember senior year hanging out with him and, and seeing him and being like, I don't. I don't think I got this. <laughs> I don't think and this, this dude, and this dude barely played in the in the majors. Like okay. he played like thirty games, maybe. You know, that's funny. <laughs> you know what? Because I I ha- kind of have a similar story, right? So I played uh, football. I think just my senior year, um, I was a receiver, but I wasn't really serious about it. I was more track and field, right? But uh, one of the track and field coaches were like, you know. I need you to play football, right? So I went and played football as a receiver. And our trainer um, that, you know, she was actually helping rehabilitate a couple of NFL players, you know, because we were up there with the Raiders and the Niners and all of that stuff. So there was a, a DB, and I don't even know what his name was. He was a cornerback, and it was either, you know, in the league or trying out for the league or whatever. He was just rehabilitating from a knee injury, a whole surgery, right? And so she's like, let's have Zeke run some routes and you guard him. And the whole time I'm running these, like I could barely run. He's just pushing me and punching me and pushing, you know, knocking me. And he's just yeah. following my every move. Everywhere I went, he went. I was like, I, this, this ain't going to last long. I'm not going to be a star receiver anywhere. Totally. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's crazy, man. They're on you know, the pros are on a different level, man. Different level. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So you talked about your coach as a mentor. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, other mentors that you had growing up? Uh, I mean, let's see. So mentors for me, mm-hmm. I, it's not so, 
like I feel like there's a stigma around mentors where it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta ask someone, hey, hey Z, could you be my mentor, man? Could you help okay. me out? You know what I mean? And well, I, yeah, okay. I guess and that does yeah. happen. That does it's been happening for sure. more. For sure. Yeah. That does happen. Mm-hmm. But um like when I was growing up, it was it was more like just watching yeah. people from afar. Because you okay. can learn a, a influences. Influences. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So whether it's like a like like a Tony Robbins type sure. or or even like some of the athletes that I really loved back in the day, like Will Clark um, mm-hmm. or even now like Steph Curry, something like someone who has extremely aligned values with, with what you think mm-hmm. and they, they might be where you want to be. Um, whether you meet them or not, like you can still use them as a mentor and, right. and kind of like soak up like a sponge what they're, what they're saying and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, um, Growing up, I mean, my dad was always big in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. My parents divorced when I was two. Okay. So um, it was good because I was little. I didn't really understand what was going on, obviously. Mm-hmm. And my dad moved across the country. So he's in New York basically my whole childhood. But really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so it, was, it was long distance to a point, but he would always make a point of coming out, you know, two, three times a year. I would always go there. Oh, you did visit as well? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And he had his own business. He had a lot of stuff going on. Um so I, I watched him kind of navigate the world in, in a way that I know he wasn't, he was trying his best and doing his best. Okay. Uh, but he made some mistakes and he's the first, he'll be the first to tell you, you know, like he might not have been the, the perfect dad, mm-hmm. uh, but he, he always had his heart first and he always had intentions were there. Okay. You know? Um, and I think what I learned from him was just like, you might mess up, but it's like, then what do you do? You know? So how can you learn from that? How can you be better the next time mm-hmm. so you don't make that same mistake? That's right. Because sometimes, you know, you see people make but the same mistakes. But mistakes do happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah mistakes happen. It's life. Um, mm-hmm. And he was never hard on me when I made a mistake. He would just always use it kind of like like a learning lesson. That's right. Know? So, uh, and then my mom, she taught me a lot about empathy. She was just super empathetic to everyone. Like, homeless people like she would find a dog on the street we take it home all of a sudden we have a new dog mm-hmm. we try to find the owner <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah. things like that and then we had kids who my friends that something might not be going great at their house so she would bring them in yeah like we had kids living at our house yeah like, my whole growing up which was cool uh, yeah. um but now looking back i'm like damn that's pretty cool that you just took in a kid to live, yeah <laughs> to live with us. i could see that in you too though I, I i see that in you uh you know being sweet and i also see the bounce back in you too Thanks. Let's get into it. Hi, I'm Jeff Fox, founder of Star Fox Media. We're a digital marketing and video production company that focuses on serving small businesses here in Vista, California. We have the team and all of the equipment necessary to produce, film, edit, and distribute your podcast to as many people as possible. For more information, you can reach out to us via email at info at starfox.media or give us a call at 760-385-3117. Let Star Fox Media help you tell your brand story today. North County Daily Star is the leading source for news and community information along the 78 corridor. It's free to subscribe and it is updated daily. Look for us on your mobile device or computer at ncdailystar.com. So, um, how about your first job? What do you remember? Job. What you uh, where, where you started working first? Yeah, so I was a pizza delivery driver. Okay, for Eddie's Pizza. Okay, 
<laughs> in in Mill Valley, it's still yeah, the same yeah, area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, still okay. in Mill Valley. Um, family-run business, uh, Portuguese family, and they it, the whole family worked there. The the Eddie, uh, his wife Rosa, their two kids, a cousin. There was like the whole family. Ooh, family. So, okay, so you got an experience in family business yeah, and the I, restaurant I industry the early. Only one who was not part of their family. Okay. Um, yes, and it was, it was, but I was delivering pizzas. Yeah. So it wasn't, I didn't quite get as much of the hospitality aspect as, right. as I sure. loved because I saw that and I was like, that's what I want. I, I, that's I'm what, that's what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm getting yeah. at. Okay. So, and even delivering pizzas, like I would try to make that experience the best I could for that person getting the pizza, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm driving around in a little RX-7 with no maps you know it's before iphones mm-hmm. <laughs> getting lost in the mill valley hills um, well how were you getting around we had conversations on here before about uh the uh not the atlas the thomas guide thomas guide. you didn't do you know how to use the thomas guide wasn't a thomas guide so i was i was a thomas guy it was guide. a uh what's the other one is uh <laughs> getting <map>. directions <laughs> over the phone and writing it down <laughs> we used yeah. to write down step-by-step directions and my mom, I, I learned how to write shorthand with my mom. So it was just like an L circled and then it'd be like this direction and then an R circle. So that's like the left, the right. You just keep, you just follow those directions. And if you missed it, then you have to backtrack back. based yeah, on yeah. that same little yellow piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> you use the map. I use the map. And, okay. So, but you were delivering pizzas. Which yeah. Cool. But in between deliveries, like I would be part of the restaurant. And so they give me little tasks like, hey, go bust that table, go do that. So I was kind of like, around mm-hmm. and i saw like the power that you can have as a restaurant employee okay to change someone's day you know what i mean I like love you it. can you can make their day better and i was like wow this is like crazy um and i was only 16 so i didn't i didn't fully grasp it but the seeds were definitely planted there and i, and I could see that happening yeah. like you know um and i would see them deal with angry customers i would see them deal right with, with regulars with happy people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i was always trying to like pick eddie's brain like hey what what just happened there why is that dude so mad you know mm-hmm. and so he would kind of break it down for me and it was cool it was like an early little uh what do you call it? apprenticeship yeah <laughs> and did you i mean you, you work for you got tips too so you could figure out how who was happy enough to pay you better and you know you could figure out the trends there as well right yeah 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 for sure yeah. so yeah cash speaks pretty Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, did you go on uh, to school uh, more after that? What What was your education yeah. so beyond there? I went to University of Colorado Boulder. Okay, so that was for, a big uh, culture yes, shock, right? Yes, that was a huge cult. I mean, for me, so I was just like obviously in high school. I lived at home. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then to just it's kind of weird how we just throw kids out <laughs> into like random places. Yeah, um, with no teaching really you're just like go figure it out mm-hmm. i mean there's there's some resources but like mm-hmm. not really yeah uh and that's a great way to learn mm-hmm. <laughs> but but then i'm, I'm like thinking about it, like that's just kind of crazy how that happens so, yeah uh i was there for a year okay um and i i had some trouble like adjusting you know uh so you didn't choose colorado you did you choose this i chose school? colorado did yeah, you yeah, visit yeah. it first yeah i was stoked it was okay I, it's a great place okay i mean it's it's i think it's like well back then it was like number two party school in the country okay yeah it's, it that's was, one one upside yeah 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 until the snow starts falling right, right. Some black ice. <laughs> yeah. so i had some i had some academic troubles in that okay um 
and again, so like back to back to learning from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known then, like a little bit what I know now. Uh oh. In that, well, no, I just like, dropped the lessons. No, I, this is good. I I had a tendency to blame other people for what was oh, what was happening. I like that. Right? I like so, that. So if I had academic troubles at Boulder, well. The teacher doesn't get me or there's yeah. no resource here for mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. there's nobody telling me to go to class. There's nobody outlining my homework. Yes. Like, this, yeah. this, this sucks. Like, yeah, they did me wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, and I wish I could like shake that dude me and just be like, dude, it's it's your fault, bro. Like, get, <laughs> get it together. Fault or but, not, yeah, fault yeah. or not, what are we going to do about it now? Right. Kind of right. like the lessons that your dad uh, told you is like, OK, what there, there's these lessons here. There's these mistakes. Now, what are we going to do? Exactly. Now, how are we going to be malleable to the situation and be versatile enough to figure out where we'll go next? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, but it, and, and I love those stories, too, when it comes to education. You know, we were just talking about it uh, on the last show about how some people, you know, they, they look at that as a stigma that they had trouble in school or something like that. But uh, there are a lot of places where you can be learning. There's a lot of places to get education. There are, uh, you know, you can get that work experience. You can do trade school, whatever it is, and then still wind up. So your path is what matters. And this is what I like. This is because different people take the fork in the road in different directions. And uh, tell us more about this journey. So I learned pretty quick, like you college or any school really but but specifically college when you don't have your parents or or a lot of help guiding you it's it's structure and you are what you learn in college is basically the how to manage yourself how to how to time manage how to how to get uh network and meet people who can help you uh, mm-hmm. and you can help as well yeah uh, so i quickly learned like i need to come up with some systems here for myself to succeed yeah so what I did is I went um, to junior college up in Marin and, okay. and kind of rebounded there mm-hmm. and played basketball on the team. So that was cool, too. OK. Uh, and I, I ended up transferring down here to San Diego State. Um, OK. Yeah. So so it, it it really just taught me like the systems that you're only as good as your systems, basically, mm-hmm. is, is what I took from that. And I keep taking. So every job I'm in, I'm like. I just love systems. You I know? love that. <laughs> I love to see the that's a, That's great. That's great. So, come from systems. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, not just systems that are created for you, but you're creating systems as well. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, I mean, there's. Now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there, there's good systems to take from other people. But I do believe the best system is the one you're going to follow. So <laughs> you right. could give me the best system, but if, you know, yeah, I'm not the right guy for that job yeah, or that system. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it might not work for the way I, the way you think. Yeah. So it's like, to your point, being malleable is, is a huge part. So we might even like, I, I manage restaurants too. So we might have a system for doing something, but, um, Zeke might not, uh, you know, his skill set isn't quite lending itself to that system mm-hmm. so the system has to be a little malleable you know it's got to have some wiggle room we can't just be black and white like oh you don't follow the system well i'm gonna write you up or mm-hmm. you know strike one yeah yeah <laughs> like how some management is. absolutely so, um what was that like though that those experiences uh managing restaurants because that's yeah. when like i said when i met you you were the gm at the at uh playa grill yeah 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 so i mean how many of those did you that's i cool. mean you worked in that industry for quite yeah, a while I was right GM at different restaurants for mm-hmm. 
12 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal, though. I mean, you're, you're in charge. It's yeah. all it's on your shoulders. And, and you've got this whole staff that you got to make sure it gets trained. Yep. And I'm not just talking about the back, the front of the house, but the back of the house yep. as well. Right. It's yeah. a big deal. And you can tell, like, I, I, I can walk into a restaurant and see what the culture is based on behaviors I see. You know what I mean? So, like, if my if my whatever, it doesn't matter, but the water's empty for five minutes. Like, I can tell they don't value that for some reason. I, I don't know. Maybe Something's maybe. wrong with the system. <laughs> yeah, the system is a little broken somehow. So, um, anyway, yeah. I, I, That's great. And, and as a regular at various restaurants, I can feel that, too. And if the if it's all right, then I come back. That's why I'm coming back, because I'm feeling like, you know, my water's not just going to stay empty or, you know, the things that you're fi- you're finding out as the brass. I'm seeing that from the actual table. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and want to be a part of that, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and when you become a regular, it's almost like you become one of the employees. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You're still like, friends with some of the employees. Absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, and I just refer, hey, so and so needs some more. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a part of this whole thing. No, that's it's, it's fun, man. But I will tell you the struggle. So basically, the restaurant industry has this this archaic system of. You're a good busser, let's say. Okay. They're going to make you a server. You're a good server. Okay. They're going to make you a, a mm, assistant manager. I hear you. And you just keep going up without really, you might not have the skill set to be a good manager. You know, you might be the best server in San Diego. That really doesn't mean anything about management. Sure. Other than you know how to be a good server. But like managing is a lot more than that. So mm-hmm. you'll see oftentimes in the restaurant industry, like the best servers become managers. And for whatever reason, it's, it's, doesn't work out it's not sure and even even the same thing for the busser to the server yeah right a good busser if you're a good busser you can make great money just keep bussing yeah. you know yeah, what I'm yeah. you don't have to graduate to be in a server or, or quote unquote graduate you know because that's not where your skill set is so uh no because you know you go to like vegas or those you know five-star restaurants and stuff that guy's been bussing for 40 years yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even think about being a server it's not even on his on his time frame i mean you can do that but what i'm saying is the restaurant industry is just that's how they move it yeah yeah without like i mean the good restaurants will train you and help you get better but for the most part it's like oh you're good at buster come on like shadow this guy for three shifts and now you're on your own (laughs) (laughs) um it's kind of archaic a little bit like that yeah uh but so when i was managing i made it a point to like when we promote someone I want that person like trained as if, you know, like as if it's a baby me. And I want that person to know that we all have that person's back. You know? That's right. Because that's, that, that doesn't happen often. I like that. So I like that. Welcome back, everybody. Historic Downtown Vista is open and waiting for you. Six award-winning breweries, more than 40 restaurants, theaters, art, music, and fun shops from home decor and clothing to gems and even exotic birds and fish. The hometown charm that makes Downtown Vista so special is swinging its doors open to say hello. Visit downtownvista.org to learn more. That's downtownvista.org. We look forward to seeing you soon. Ignoring squills and warning lights on your car is not a good way to lower the cost of owning it. And going without essential business insurance is not a good way to save money in your business. What we know for sure is doing either 
will cost you more than you will save in the short and the long run. With YourInsurancePlace.com, you can trust a specialist to help maintain your cars and avoid major expenses. Business owners should look to business insurance specialists when it comes to finding competitively priced quality insurance coverage for their businesses. At YourInsurancePlace.com, we specialize in workers' compensation, general and professional liability, employment practices and cyber liability, property owner policies, and bonds for most types of businesses. YourInsurancePlace.com knows that we can help. If you're uncovered, need to lower the cost of your current insurance, or need better coverage, we can help. YourInsurancePlace.com has been helping businesses for close to 40 years. If you need a quote on your insurance, call us now at 858-569-8100 or find us at YourInsurancePlace.com. We are business insurance specialists ready to help. So, uh... So you got you came down to San Diego State, mm. um, and you stayed. I stayed. <laughs> what got it's you to stay? To is because you got a job, or is it's it? I know it's a hard place to leave. I yeah. keep trying to tell people this. So I moved here in 1999. Remember Y2K? Yes. Yeah, I'm old enough here. to remember I was Y2K. Here for Y2K. Uh, made it through. Yeah. So so yeah, I've been here almost well 20 yeah 22 years. That's funny. That's crazy. You're thinking about. Uh, why just you bringing that up? It's just like, think about uh, a fake catastrophe versus we just getting through this pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so right. people aren't even thinking about Y2K anymore. You think about the real, like this is for the history books. The Y2K one is kind of like a joke history book. So you came down to San Diego and, and just stayed. You, I just stayed. Uh, I mean... It helped. I met my beautiful wife. That's what I was going to say. That's why I was trying to segue <laughs> yeah. to, because I want to talk about you. You just building a family down here. So let me say this in the reveal. Adam doesn't just claim to be a family man, but he put his money where his mouth is and started a business with his family. He doesn't just talk about buying and selling local. He's made that his business model. And he doesn't just talk about living healthy and using raw ingredients. The proof is in the jar. I'm proud to be sitting down with the owner of Cross Roots Juice and my friend, Adam Boyarski. Nice. Like that? Yeah, that was good too. <laughs> I love it. Right on. <laughs> the proof is That's in for the you. jar. The proof is in the yeah, jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. So tell me about these healthy that life choices. <laughs> it's all yours, man. I'm going to cut that snippet out for you yeah. and just shoot it over all to right, you. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the restaurant industry, the part I loved was creating experiences for people managing people teaching all of that i loved mm -hmm. what i didn't love or i guess like fell out of love with was the product that was being served so mm. food drinks you know not that anything's wrong with it but like it's i didn't enjoy trying to sell something that i didn't really believe in okay wholeheartedly okay as, as a, a good thing to put in your body you know yeah so um but everywhere I worked had like healthy options, mm -hmm. um, but it, you know, it wasn't synergizing with like exactly how I thought and felt. Mm -hmm. So I'm like making green juices at my house, I'm making smoothies, and then I'm coming to work and selling carnitas and, <laughs> and right. carne asada fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that kind of all changed in 2012 when I left Playa Grill and I went to this place called Beaming. Beaming is a 
it's like a it's a wellness cafe. Mm-hmm. So it was the first thing I had ever seen like it. Now there's a bunch of them. Okay. But it was the first thing with like beautiful raw foods and made to order smoothies and like they were making their own almond milk. Um, okay. You know, coconut cream that they're making out of like raw coconuts, like crazy yeah. stuff I never had seen before. Yeah. Um, especially not at a restaurant or anywhere that I could possibly work at. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I met the owner and basically through Doug, who owns Playa Grill. Right. He knew the owner, Lisa, and I, I started working for her as general manager of this cafe. And it was like it was like a magic switch where my love for the hospitality and taking care of people and leading people, all of that. And I get to like see transformations of the guests because they did a juice cleanse or I, I get to see their kids. They don't have to drink Sprite or Coke or, or mm-hmm. chop a can of orange juice. Like they found a smoothie they love and yeah. it's loaded with like superfood greens and like crazy stuff like that. Right. Um, and I, I see firsthand these people cause they come every day and you could literally see them just like change. Yeah. So that was the first time I experienced that really ever in a work environment. Um, fell in love with it, worked there for five years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what led me to where I am now. So I, I had always wanted to open my own something. Like mm-hmm. I've had an entrepreneurial spirit and I've been trying to see like, where's that going to go? So right. Right. Along the way. And I, you have to be patient with that. You have to, you have to show its head. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And along the way I've been like, Rolodex in like different techniques, you know, like I have a Evernote on my MacBook, for example, mm-hmm. and there's just like folders of just like different systems, different strategies, different techniques for doing things. Um, just things I learned along the way. So yes. I have this like just Rolodex of, of information yes. um, and experience. So that's and then basically so the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and it really happened. Crossroads juice happened because I needed something healthy. I was like, okay. it was hard to get healthy food. Okay. Um, and so I'm making juice all the time for myself, making juice for the kids, juice for my wife. Some of the neighbors had some. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was like, this juice is really good. Like, okay. <laughs> maybe Great. you could do something here. It is good. I can tell you from from experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the genesis of it. And then I, it was COVID. It was a mid smack middle of COVID. And so we launched with home delivery as our that's big like, vessel to get it to the people. Yeah. And it's taken off. It's taken off well. So we deliver all over San Diego. Um, cold press juice. Right that's amazing. Just door, as a yeah. business model to, to <laughs> deliver into their door. Yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. Um, give us a little bit of a idea of the juices in the process. Yeah, so it's a cold pressed juice. Uh huh. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't know what that means know, necessarily. Totally. So when you go to uh, like a Whole Foods or a juice bar and mm-hmm. you order a juice from them, mm-hmm. you'll oftentimes see this big spinning machine and it makes like a loud noise and they throw all the stuff in there and it's like zzzz. Mm-hmm. So that is one way to make juice. Okay, that's mm-hmm. called a centrifugal juice. Okay. There's some issues with that juice in that it pretty much like deteriorates any nutrients that are in those vegetables or fruit over, over a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. So cold press is this technology that they take two like steel plates and they have hydraulic presses on each side and they slowly just like crush the vegetables. Mm -hmm. Um, 
which leaves everything intact. So you get like a smoother juice. You don't have those air bubbles. You get a more nutrient dense juice. Um, you can blend the flavors better because they're not, they don't separate like you might see at those other kinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's tons of advantages. It lasts longer and it's just, it's the best way to drink juice. Mm-hmm. Um, hands down. Like, like that's the best that's way. Just the way. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. So, uh, what about like, what type of ingredients are you using? Yeah. What? So we use all local produce. Um, Love it. yeah. So we try to work directly with farmers. It's as much as we can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, honestly a little difficult and that's something i'm learning um these distributors of the produce kind of have a lock on that so they sometimes the farm won't even let you go direct so you have to go through the distributor okay um but needless to say we're using the product from local farms which is is really cool to just learn that game because i've never been in agriculture anything close to that Mm -hmm. other than just food but um but yeah so so yeah, all no. local produce, um, organic as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just not possible. Right. But organic for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and the packaging cool. is dope too. I, I like the the jars that you the put glass, them in yeah, and, yeah. and the label. All of that is beautiful. So when we first started, we were kicking around different ideas for a vessel, for, for a bottle, jar, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. And, you know, plastic is is has its benefits um you know it's easier to move around it's cheaper it's it's uh easier to hold maybe sometimes so that's one route and then we were like okay but what if we did glass like what does that even look like it wasn't really an option like for we were set on the on the plastic Mm -hmm. and then we did some research and we found out just how devastating those plastic bottles are i mean they are like it's horrible yeah so uh we're like, all right, we got to do glass. We got to do glass or we're not going to do this. Like, we're not going to launch this in plastic bottles. So it took some time, um, but we found a perfect jar. It's it's It was important to us to get a um, congruent jar where the sides are, like, the same. They don't dip in. Right. Um, it's easier to drink out of, and it, like, provides the juice a little bit of room. Because um, when you have those, like, small mouths on the top of jars, yeah. and you try to drink them, they kind of, like, bubble up, and it, it just, like... Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I understand what you're what saying. saying. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so it's like drinking out of a pint glass as opposed to like mm-hmm. a, a bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah. So we found the jar. Uh, it was middle of COVID, so there was like some just manufacturing issues. But you know, yeah. we bounced through all that. We get this pallet of jars. We ordered like five thousand jars, and they show up to our house <laughs> <laughs> on this big pallet and it's like stacked up above yeah. our house. It's, it's, it was cool. It was fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Now the, the, the culture of juicing, I mean, what, where does that even start? I mean, I, I'd only been hearing about cold pressed juices recently. That's me personally. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, of course, you know, people think going healthy is, oh, I'm just going to drink a smoothie or get an acai bowl or something like that. But there's a whole culture behind this. So part of my frustration as just a consumer is the industry in general. Um, there's not a lot of regulations on the words and the verbiage that you can say. Okay. So you can say healthy. You can say fresh, natural. Mm. You can say hundred percent juice. Uh, you can say all these things mm-hmm. and there's no definition for that word. Mm-hmm. So you'll see like an Oreo. And it'll be like fresh, natural. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's difficult to even 
be healthy, even if you want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to know. There's a lot of confusion out there. So we yeah. wanted to make it simple and let everyone know exactly like what we do. And, and it's it's 100 percent raw. Mm-hmm. So you can't. That's one word you can't say unless you are 100 percent raw. OK. Yep. So our juices, there's no pasteurizing or any preservatives or anything like that, mm-hmm. which is a great juice hurts a little bit like on the shelf life and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, that's what we wanted to do. So did yeah. you see a lot of, um, I mean, when did you start seeing a lot of people becoming super interested in, yeah. uh, raw cold press juice? Totally. So 2012, when I started at beaming, mm-hmm. I had also never heard of cold press juice. Okay. <laughs> so I think I would say like 2000, I know there was, I, I researched when I started there, like what is cold press juice? And it was like around 2005, Okay. Is when it like started. Yeah. And then, I mean, it but it really kind of grew popular, into like, like a movement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was a huge, I mean, it still is a movement, but it was like huge around right. 2012, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, and what happened is the market got so flooded that it's just like coffees. Like, like you see coffee shops every three blocks. Well, they can't all really survive like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a hard business. Honestly, like, Numbers wise, it's a very difficult business. Yeah. Because you have so many so many variables on the juice, on the produce. The price fluctuation is like crazy. Okay. A, a lot of waste in the industry in general. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's also hard because then you gotta charge like ten bucks for a juice and people don't really understand that. So it's kinda hard to communicate the value. What's up, San Diego? Twenty twenty one has been a year of getting back. Getting back to work, back to school, back to life. In juggling everything else, you may have found yourself in a cycle of unhealthy habits. And if so, now's the time to break free from that rut. My friends Adam and Kristen at Crossroads Juice are here to help you live a healthier lifestyle. A local company with one thing in mind, bring organic nutrition to all. They deliver 100% raw, cold pressed organic juice and other goodies to your San Diego doorstep. While using local produce sourced from organic farmers in Southern California, Crossroots creates powerful and delicious nutrition. You'll feel energized, clear-minded, and lighter on your feet, in my case, my bike. It's the perfect boost to get me through my day and help me recover from my rides. Not only that, it tastes amazing. And they deliver. I'm currently hooked on the juice called Hotel Dell, which has fresh white peaches, lemon, ginger, and mint. If you are ready for a change and want to kickstart a healthier lifestyle, or maintain what you've already started in a convenient way, try Crossroots Juice. You can find them online at www.crossrootsjuice.com. C-R-O-S-S-R-O-O-T-S juice.com. They're hooking you, our listeners, up with a unique promo code, business. That's right. This will get you 20% off your first order. Always free delivery in San Diego with orders over $40. So now is the time to get your health back on track with this masterpiece of nature. Crossrootsjuice.com. Use promo code business. Crossroots Juice. Do what matters. Be well, my friends. Mm-hmm. That the consumer is getting. Um, so for all of those reasons that I just spoke of, the juice business kind of like hit this wall. I would say like 2017 okay. or 18. Okay. Um, and you saw either a lot of businesses closing or like being acquired by bigger companies. Like the place I worked, Beaming, mm-hmm. got acquired um, by Moon Juice, a different 
Okay. Basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of like the Starbucks of that. So uh, the industry as a whole just kind of like, like shrunk and it kind of self-corrected itself from this peak that we had. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like that has all like corrected itself. Um, and so there's a bunch of like big conglomerates like Moonjuice, Suja, um, some other big players, but the, the little kind of like family run cold press juice is, is not as like, there's not as many of them now. Yeah. As there were. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, you, you had mentioned cost. And so it made me think about like the, you know, that freshness of quality. It's kind of like the business lesson we were teaching at the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the freshness and the, the quality ingredients that you've got, like, how do you figure out how not to have to pass all of that cost on to the clientele? Yeah. So a lot of it's working with the vendors directly. Right. Um, and, and smartly kind of configuring your menu to like cross utilize different ingredients. Um, cucumbers, for example, like you'll find cucumbers, not only cause it's a really powerful vegetable, but um, you'll find cucumbers in a lot of our juices. That cucumber with the jalapeno one, that yeah, one was yeah, popular at home, yeah, man. Yeah. That was a good one, yeah. man. The carrot ones are good too, man. Yeah. Real delicious. Carrot, ginger, turmeric, orange. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so yeah, basically to, an- to answer your question, you just, want to just like any other food business you want to like try to cross utilize as many ingredients throughout your menu as you can yeah um so you don't just have like you know shrimp for just this one dish down mm-hmm. here you'd want to like cross utilize it a bunch but people so, love it man i mean people yeah. love uh this process people love what well, obviously they they want to be healthy and it's probably something that once you get started you probably it's harder to go back from too right totally. yeah because you your like, body like starts craving it uh, right and, right and that's a good thing to crave yeah yeah. there yeah, are a lot worse sure. things you could be craving in yeah. this world so we have a subscription model also okay and so we have i don't know 30 something subscribers who get juice every week delivered to their house and mm-hmm. um throughout since we're such a young company it, it provides me like a great opportunity to get direct feedback from right from the customer so mm-hmm. you know i'll reach out and just kind of be like hey how you know How's everything? And what I hear time after time is like, my body can't, like you said, cannot go back. Like my body is used to this. I yeah. need this. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's really cool to see that. That's awesome. Um, and, and as much as COVID has kind of taken away this hospitality world a little bit, mm-hmm. I've been trying to do as much like digital hospitality as I can. So whether sure. that's like texting or phone or email or even I'll hand deliver the juice to the person and try to have a conversation. I love it. Uh, so, yeah. That's great, man. I mean, you know, and I, we were talking about cultures too, the culture of juicing, but um, I was thinking about, I, I think I saw it on your site too earlier. You were talking about cleanses a little bit too, right? Because people yeah. do just the full on juice cleanse. Yeah, and sure. I think that's a big you know, cultural thing too, where yeah. people are really into it. Yeah, yeah. So our cleanse is a little different. We incorporate a little bit of food. Okay. Um, my, my biggest thing is like the cleanse, the, the, the best cleanse for you, is the one that you're going to enjoy doing or stick to. Sure. Just like a workout, mm-hmm. right? Like if you, if you don't like your workout a little bit, you're probably not going to do it too long. Yeah. So I have found that like incorporating a little bit of clean protein, some salads, those kinds of things with your juice cleanse, mm-hmm. not only um, provides like extra nutrients and protein, but it helps you personally enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, Cause not everyone wants to just drink juice all day, no matter how good it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it helps you like actually chew on something. Um, so yeah. So our, our cleanses include a little bit of food. 
We have a uh, herbal tea that we've created as well with that. Oh, okay. We make these really cool crackers out of the pulp. So we're trying to use well, really? everything we do. Okay. Um, and we were throwing away like just insane, uh, insane amount of pulp. Okay. Pulp. Like, what can we do with this pulp? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just such a waste. It felt like a waste. Yeah. So um, we played around. I have this employee, Josie. She's awesome. And she played around like dehydrating all these pulps with different like chia seeds and flax seeds and, mm. and uh, almond protein, those kinds of things. Yeah. And, and made these beautiful crackers out of them. They're awesome. Wow. So, yeah. That's cool. Some of those. Are those on the website? Uh, there are not on the website. They come with the cleanse. Oh, okay. So you cannot order them yet a la carte. We're still kind of like figuring that all out, but um, but they do come with the cleanse. I love it. Yeah. So uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about, though, is the family business yeah. legacy. Putting together, I mean, you can see it on the website as well, crossrootsjuice.com. Uh, and you can see the whole family's picture up there. And um, so tell me about what that feels like to you, like actually putting together a business and involving your family. Yeah. So my wife is amazing. You met her. Yes. Uh, she has a full time job. This not this. Right. <laughs> so she and and she still is such a like creative force and and she believes in what we're doing too. So she's helping a ton. I mean, whether it's like she does all our Instagram, she does all the labeling. She's like our graphics designer. She helps organize like all the packaging. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, she really keeps me on path i don't i could not do it if i didn't ever that's right so that has been just a beautiful thing to have us be a part we've never okay. done work really together a little bit at playa grill but that's different mm-hmm. when it's like our own thing sure so it's been really cool and kids are helping out too love it <laughs> as much as they can yeah um but yeah because family business to me i kind of uh always wanted to do that like that's a that's a really cool like you're in business with your that's with your right. pops right so yeah. both of my parents yeah both parents so uh-huh. i think it's a really cool if you can make it work like it's it's priceless you know absolutely like you're, you're building bonds and it's a legacy. a legacy it's a legacy exactly. you're putting you setting that up you're setting your your whole family up for the future and all and uh it, it gives you more things to talk about you know you guys are in this together uh, and, and, and that's a beautiful thing. I like, I was going to ask you about the challenges of family business, but I didn't want you to go home and get in trouble. So, I, which is, <laughs> because I've been through that too. Like when I first started into the insurance business, uh, it was back, uh, my dad just had me doing some marketing. I might've been 15, 14, 15, 16 years old. And, uh, that was like the most stressful times for me, you know? And of course I'm just, you know, young going to puberty you know thinking about other things i'm sure but he's banging on my door like it's time to get out let's let's go let's you know and he's just trying to teach me the values of hard work and getting up early and all that stuff but when i got back into it in 2003 that's a different story you know now i had worked for a large corporation before and everything and he didn't need to teach me those values it was kind of like you know I had already had those instilled in me, so I move forward from here. Now we work right. together. So you're I mean, bringing we're just, something to the yeah, game, yeah, 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 yeah. And and you know, we're basically just friends right. working right. together. You That's know. cool. It's you guys good. ever have like issues kind of separating real life with with work life? See, that was the issue back in the in the when I was a teenager. It was an issue because he would come home and, and like I'm trying to eat, and and he's talking about you know what happened at work today. 
I'm like, well, that's not the life I want to live. <laughs> now I talk about, yeah, I, I work 24-7 just like he does. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe maybe it just eventually worked. He, yeah. it, he rubbed off on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a workaholic. He's still working too hard right now. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So I really appreciate you coming and sitting down with us, man. Yeah. This was a great conversation and, and, and education for me, too, because, uh, you know, I did get to taste all the juices and everything. But now I just know so much more about what's going into the process and and why you're doing it, because that's so important, too. You know, it's one of the business lessons we were teaching on the last podcast is the why. You know, uh, are you using uh, your passion to make money or are you just looking for making money? You know what right. I'm saying? And, and you have a passion for this and, and I can see it. I can hear it. I know everybody else can hear it and uh, really want to see the best for you, you and the family uh, for what you guys are doing. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. So let's give some contact info. Crossrootsjuice.com. That's the website. It's C-R-O-S-S-R-O-O-T-S juice.com. And uh, Adam has been so gracious to give us a promo code to our listeners. Um, so on your first, what is it? On your first shipment. First order. Yeah. First yeah. order. Yeah. Uh, you use the promo code business. All right. You guys use that and you get a discount there. Right. Yep. And then uh, also on IG and TikTok at Crossroots Juice. <laughs> Check it out there. Thanks again, Adam, for yeah, sitting yeah. down with us. Man. I really you, appreciate man. it. Yeah, you great. enjoy yourself? I did. All right. This, this is awesome. Man. Right on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Same business, different day. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Same Business, Different Day. We truly appreciate your support. Please like, subscribe, and leave a nice comment on all platforms. It really helps our show. The Same Business, Different Day podcast is produced by A Different Day Radio, Star Fox Media, and James Russell. Same business, different day.